Life is like a series of patterns consist of routines, habits, rhythms, emotions, and decisions. All these ebbs and flows in and about a shape of a waveform. It is consistently inconsistent, sometimes random. Though we can anticipate its measure and make our own calculation, just like life, it will be unpredictable if we don't know where we're going. Here at Patterns of Life podcast, every conversation attempts to explore our human nature through honest conversation. From the simple details of the mundane life to discovering the depth of your why, hoping that this will help us figure out what doesn't work and what does work for you. Going to the parking meter, paying for the parking, <laughs> getting all your suit wet and stuff like that. It's all good, man. Like uh, you said, it's, it's always the first for everything. Yeah, man. Uh, now, the older I get, the more I strive to really live in the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. no matter what it is, this is a new experience, it's a new environment, it's yeah. a new setting. Yeah. So I'm, I always strive to do my best to, to yeah. just live in the moment. That's good. Man. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Well, how's your day? So far, so good, yeah. actually, man. I can't complain. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's been a productive day, so gonna catch up on a little bit more work after this, and then have yeah. some dinner later on. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, dinner. Yeah. With, with who? Uh, family. Okay. Family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Well, what what have, what have you been up to lately? So you're working on Meraki and like all the other stuff. Like, how is it going on without? Yeah, man. It's been such a big transition for me, man. Um, ever since leaving my job. Yeah. Uh, last month in February, um, it's been a really interesting transition to yeah. adapt to a new schedule that yeah. you make for yourself yeah. since you don't have a normal nine to five yeah. Yeah. job anymore. So it's been really cool to customize my schedule mm-hmm. based on what I needed. Even if I need to spend time with my nieces and nephews, I can do that sometimes yeah. uh, and still work later in the evening if I want to. Yeah. Uh, so it's been really a big blessing to be able to adapt uh, yeah. to the transition, uh, still overcoming challenges. Uh, that's the, the, the flow of business sometimes. Yeah. But overall, because it is something that I enjoy to do, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. 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 And uh, what kind of challenges are you going through right now? Frankly, the biggest thing for me is helping the business become self-sufficient because yeah. I've poured so much money into it in the last two and a half years. Yeah. We're just ready to make it more self-sufficient so that yeah. way it can take, for lack of better words, take care of itself, increase revenue, increase our strategic relationship with other people, influencers that can help us grow our brand. Uh, so that's really where we're at. It's yeah. like, how quickly can we help it become self-sufficient, you know? Yeah. yeah. Has, it, has it been challenging for you since the time that you, you know, got out of the nine to five job mm-hmm. and then starting to build a business to a sustainable point and yeah. what has been your lifestyle since then? Uh, the lifestyle since then has been very unique and fun yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I get up and go whenever I want to. Yeah. I wake up whenever I want to. I go to That's bed awesome. whenever I want yeah. to. So that part of it has been super fun and uh, rewarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like anything else, you also need to make sure that you have your discipline 
Uh, mm. Like the things that we have with our to-do list and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and making sure that we're staying productive with our days. Same thing, just making sure that, okay, now you have time freedom, but how do you stay productive so that way the business uh, can yeah. be taken care of as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I totally get that because for me, like I have challenges with my self-discipline yeah. since I am freelance and I, I also manage a business. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you do have the liberty to like wake up whenever you want to, yeah. to sleep whenever you want to. But yeah. I think the, you know, the cause and effect in that is that if you sleep late, you wake up late and you yeah. miss out on a lot of like checking emails, yeah. clients, people that are looking for you, asking yeah. for stuff from you. And then exactly. you miss out on that and they're waiting for you because, you, know, exactly. you know, either I woke up late and I slept in, you know, yeah. because I slept late. Yeah. So all of those things like, you know, there's a, there's a cost to it, you know. So I love how you... You were kind of encouraging us to like look at our you know yeah. to do list, make our to do list, yeah. and then at the end of it, like think of three things that you're thankful for. For sure. So I think those are really good, just really good practices to have. And yeah. I have my friend too, which I did my podcast recently. She was saying that her to do list is called slave to do list. Mm. So rather than writing it as like Mo, I will do this X, Y, and Z, she words it differently by saying Mo has already accomplished this X, Y, and Z. Oh, I like that. So instead of saying, I'm doing this today, I, I am calling a client right now. I'm doing a few cold calls. Like, instead of phrasing it that way, she would say, I've already made cold calls with client, mm. and I will continue to, I, I've already called this client. Nice. You know, speaking it's so, into existence. Speaking into existence, and yeah. then you're basically claiming that yeah. you've already done this. Yeah. And even if it's just 1% of what you need to do for your to-do list, mm. it adds up because you're already calling out that specific to-do list or mm -hmm. that specific task as done. Yeah, I agree. And it puts you in that mindset of like, because I've already wrote it down as done, I'm claiming it to be done, I'm already acting upon it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like true. there's so much power in that. And she called it slayed. Yeah. No, <laughs> slayed it's true. It. Yeah. It's true. I mean, the it's mindset cool. and, the, and how you yeah. approach things always makes a difference, you know? Always yeah. makes a difference. I was having a similar conversation with a friend of mine. She's an entrepreneur. And I told her about the same to-do listing that we have yeah i told her i said at the end of each day write the your to-do list for the next day as if you're the boss like yeah. you're the boss write the list and then wake up in the morning act like the employee so wow. you treat the list in yeah. the morning as if you're the employee so yeah. it's like the boss said hey i gotta get this done let me go ahead and get to work get this done and at the end of the day you celebrate those wins did yeah. you get at least 50 to 70% of your list done? Go ahead and celebrate. What is the thing that you like to do? She likes to take long baths and stuff like that. I yeah. say, do that to reward yourself for every yeah. productive day because the more small wins you create for yourself psychologically, yeah. it increases your confidence. It helps a lot. Yeah. And it uh, keeps you moving forward. Yeah. So she really likes that. Yeah. Uh, writing yeah. the awesome. list that the, as if you're the boss and then the next day treat yeah. it as if you're the employee. That's really good. Because when when you have a list to do and it's your boss that told you to do, you're not going to slack right. off. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Of course. So, yeah, yeah just it different is, hats. We wear. It's a crazy, uh, it's a crazy uh, transition because you think about yourself as a boss, mm -hmm. but part of it is that you also have to accomplish what you told yourself to do. Exactly. So like you, you're self-motivated mm -hmm. and you're self-starter. So exactly. Really exactly. So, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, I think that's the common thread be between entrepreneurs and every area of your life that you want to succeed, it requires yeah. discipline. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you're about to be married. It takes discipline to be a married. A lot of discipline. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Being an entrepreneur, it takes discipline. With our yeah. health, if we want to be healthy, it takes discipline. It's a lot of You know, it's like, 
that's a common thread in every area that we want to be yeah. successful at sure. is discipline. You know? Yeah. In in terms of like you're saying like because you have this lifestyle where you have more liberty of time and control and uh, management yeah. of what you need to do. Like, what does it look like normally for you when you wake up in the morning? So, one thing that I didn't want to give up when I left my job was what time I woke up in the morning. Yeah. Um, so when I had my job, I would wake up around 520, 5.30 every day. Yeah. I would wake up, do my morning exercises. I would do my prayers. Basically, uh, Tony Robbins calls it priming. Priming. Um, how you start your day really does matter. Yeah. Um, the time you spend to yourself, your affirmations. Yeah. So all of that I used to do when I had my corporate job. So when I was getting ready to leave my corporate job, mm -hmm. I didn't want to get rid of too much of my uh, routine. So yeah. now my routine is on a normal day that I would go to the office, I would still, instead of waking up at 5.20 now, I give myself 30 minutes, I wake up at six. Yeah. So I wake up at six, uh, basically uh, do my morning meditation and prayers. And then I take my nieces and nephews to school every oh, morning wow. like I used to. So I still kept that commitment to my family where I take my nieces and nephews That's to awesome. school in the mornings and I come back home. Mm -hmm. Then I uh, do my morning exercises, I make breakfast, and then usually then I will work my way into yeah. going to the office yeah. uh, and work the office usually uh, with my ideal schedule would be 10 to 6 p.m. 10 to uh, 6, yeah. Yeah, but the other luxury now is that I get to actually eat breakfast at home. The whole, all the years that I was working in my corporate job, I never ate breakfast at home. Yeah. Because I would rush in the morning, I would leave, you know, yeah. and so I never ate at home. So now I have that ability to avoid the morning traffic, make breakfast at home, and yeah, then sure. get to the office around 10 a.m. and work until 6, yeah. and I still miss the rush hour traffic yeah. on my way back. And not have to feel rushed. Exactly. You know? That's the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, <clears throat> I want to add to that, like, not feeling in a rush and because to me i think the biggest thing is like i feel a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. when i had to rush yeah, you know? yeah, yeah and being on time or say i the military always says this like 15 minutes on, is on time mm -hmm. on time is late yeah yeah you know yeah. and i think it's a good wisdom to take because i really like that you know because like you don't want to rush yeah to your meeting or yeah. to a location or and i'm really getting better at that you know yeah. so even today like yeah. i have to be there at four but yeah. i'm basically late because yeah. i'm here at four yeah. and I'm not, I'm not even able to get here before four o'clock and so it's one of those things where i want to get better at yeah but you know I think I trained myself to give my um, to give myself thirty minutes. Yeah. Like if I say to my client, "Okay, I'm gonna be there at four. Mm. I'm basically gonna be there at three thirty. Yeah, I like know? that. I so like so that. giving yourself like slack. Yeah. You know, giving yourself some grace period because if you want to take your time, yeah. then wake up earlier. Yeah. You know, if you wanna if you wanna enjoy your morning, then wake yeah. up at five. So yeah. you, that way you're not feeling rushed yeah. to go to work at nine. Yeah. You have all the morning. You know, like you were saying, going to pray, going to meditate, going mm -hmm. to have some time for yourself, read books, mm -hmm. make your coffee, get some breakfast in. But then when having a freestyle, a uh, free life, uh, yeah. free life, freelance life, yeah. um, you have a little bit more leeway for yourself. Yeah. And so yeah. how do you keep that balance? Because yeah. for me, it's hard sometimes like, man, I, I, I take my time too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then like it's already 11 o'clock and I haven't started working. Yeah, yeah. It's like. What are the yeah. limitations or barriers that you yeah. set yourself that, okay, you know what, I'm going to wake up at six and I'm going to make sure that at 10 o'clock yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already started working. Like yeah. what are kind of like the limitations that you're setting yourself? 
yeah. think you gotta, for me, I like to create reward systems for myself. Yeah. Like, my nieces and nephews love when I take them to school. Yeah. They hate it when I don't show up and have oh, somebody uh, yeah. else in the family yeah. take them. So that alone is a great reward system for me because we jam out in the morning. They're telling me about who their crush is now yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. that's a nice reward system for me because that's one of the biggest reasons why I still live um, where I do versus living in downtown or closer areas. Yeah. Because I, I, I really take a lot of uh, pride in being able to spend quality time with my family. That's true. And then also for me is... Um, the thing is, knowing that we both do what we love, yeah. knowing that the hardest part is actually getting up. But once we start working, once we start being in our environment, yeah. doing what we do, yeah. it's always, we always feel better. I've it been does, to yeah. always ever yeah. leave the house early and go work, do what we do, and then yeah. feel regret yeah. for waking up early. Yeah. So that lets me know psychologically that it's, the hardest part is I just gotta get out the house or I yeah. just gotta get up out of bed. Yeah. Even if I'm working from home, I just got to get out of bed because I yeah. know I'll always feel better once I actually start doing doing something what, what I want to do. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's part of it. And then also, like I told my other friend that's an entrepreneur, is that whatever your thing is, do that later on at the end of the day and reward yourself. I don't care if it's a bath. I don't care if it's your favorite TV show. Yeah. Um, um, but find a way to reward yourself after you've accomplished parts of the things that you wanted to accomplish for the day. Because the thing is... I don't want people to get caught up in just the routine of doing things without yeah. really rewarding themselves because you're going to burn yourself out yeah. and you're not going to be able to enjoy it as much. Yeah. So I really think it's it's a good thing to make sure that you enjoy the process. You make That's it true. as uh, as fun as possible yeah. so it doesn't just become this mundane thing that you do every day. Yeah. You know, I like that because you, you can kind of mix it up, you know, exactly. especially as an entrepreneur uh, or a freelancer, like yeah. you can mix things up and... Mm -hmm. And I think uh, what I was trying to do for myself was, um, and Erin told this to me, my fiance, she yeah. she said that take 10 minutes, even five minutes break in between. Mm, so when yeah. you get started working, do something like different from what you've already oh, been like doing that. and just kind of maybe make some shake or make coffee in between. Like that. Or That's why I also love working at home. Yeah. But if you are the kind of person that wants to work at a coffee shop, yeah. like, you know, pack up and go to the next coffee shop and walk there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It changes the environment and you have a time to have a breathing space and like headspace. So when you're working for like an hour long, you don't want to keep working for the next two, three, five hours. Yeah. You got to give yourself some, you know, like treats in between, you know, like, like a reward that. system you're yeah. talking about or, or just breathing space for 15 minutes. Yeah. And so like, I don't know how that works for you, but yeah. what are the, what kind of, I say limitations, but I, I think for you, I'm seeing it as more of a reward system. So yeah, yeah. how does that work for you throughout the day? Yeah. You know? That's a good point. Um, yeah, so I always tell people that in my team and around me um, that my two weaknesses are hungry and tired. Hungry and I'm tired. like, when I don't eat, yeah. my energy is so low. Yeah. And I'm not myself. I'm like the Snickers commercial. But oh, the yeah, difference yeah. is that I don't. <laughs> because I know it's a weakness, I just become quiet. Instead of being rude to people, I just yeah. become quiet. Yeah. So I'm learning to put things around that I need for energy, whether it's snack bars, keep it in my glove compartment, yeah. keep it at work or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those times where you're on the go, mm -hmm. you, you got to have something. You know what I mean? So yeah. my team knows to like make me think of force me to take a five minute break or something. Yeah. Because the one of the biggest examples that really woke me up with this was our big event that we had uh, 
fashion show that we had in December, man, I was, I ate breakfast around 9 a.m., didn't eat all day until 10 p.m. Wow. And I was going hard and hard, and in the evening, I shut down. Yeah. So my team was like, how come you didn't tell anybody? I'm like, we were so busy, I didn't even think about it. I was yeah. snacking on yeah. fruits and things. I thought it was going to be good, but it wasn't until I got quiet and still, and I realized I'm drained. Yeah. So we just, you know, so it's a, it's a combination of both. Uh, when you are working around other people, or in your case, your fiance, or in, even if you're working alone, keeping snacks in your bag yeah. and things like that. So that way, if you have to continue to work to meet yeah. a deadline, which we all understand. Yeah. But basically, I guess the, the, the short way to answer your question is uh, think ahead. What yeah. can you implement think to, ahead. Yeah. to avoid you shutting down, you not yeah. eating? You know like what I mean? That. Or maybe bring your snack with you ahead yeah. of time if you yeah. know you're going to have a long day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that's that um, one of the things that I'm yeah. learning to do more, especially that you talk about you like being early. Yeah. Like I left my house knowing how San Diego's people drive when it rains. Yeah. I left my house like an hour and 15 minutes ago yeah. to make sure that I wasn't late because yeah. I really like that philosophy you were sharing about yeah. the military. If yeah. you, 15 minutes is... 15 minutes early is, exactly. you know, on time. And then when you're on time, you're late. You're late. So <laughs> I really like that because yeah. similar to you, not only I like being on time, but I like giving myself a few minutes to think about what my meeting is about. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, how do I want it to go? Yeah. How do I want to be? So make sure I'm actually present. Yeah. You know, so I'm not yeah. thinking about whatever else is going on for that exactly. day. Exactly. So I like that philosophy a lot. Kind of have a breathing space. I think I call it breathing space or yes. headspace. space. Like, yes. Um, because you can get so burnt out, you know, you're yeah. saying like when you're not thinking ahead mm-hmm. or you're hungry or you're tired or yeah. you're going from another meeting to the next and there's yeah. no headspace in between and there's no leeway. Yeah. You get so burnt out because yeah. how are you going to switch gears? You exactly. know, if we apply this this idea of giving ourselves a headspace, yeah. it gives us some time to think about yeah. how we're going to approach this next thing. Yeah. You know, gives us some time to breathe, eat get a snack, yeah, you know, like be prepared that. for this. So that's why I like that. And especially when you texted me today and you said like, hey, what are we going to talk about? So that way I can prepare for it and talk yeah, about yeah. it, you know. Um, but yeah, have you ever done something in your life where like you weren't prepared at all? And like you were just so caught up and you got so busy oh, and for sure. you got lost control of everything and you still were able to make it out. For sure. In one piece. For sure. Know? Yeah, kind of like winging it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It happens. It's happened a lot, especially being in business and with a startup. Um, yeah. But what always saves me is whatever I'm doing in that time is to be present. So if mm-hmm. I'm talking to someone in that moment, I'm like, Mo, forget about what you didn't do. Focus on what's actually happening right now. That's really good. Because you only have one chance to make a great impression on people. Yeah. Especially if I'm doing an event, especially if I'm going to a networking event. They don't yeah. care about what happened in my day. Yeah. They care about how I'm presenting myself right now. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the most common areas and things that I've been working really hard on is being present, you know, in all that I do. Even if I'm spending time with my family or my nieces and nephews. Okay, I did. I left the office. Now I'm with these kids. I'm just going to be present and focus on what they yeah. want to talk about. But like they that. also know that if I'm working, yeah. I'm working. Yeah. Don't bother me while I'm working. Yeah. So creating those uh, parameters or boundaries. Parameters. Boundaries, boundaries yeah. is probably the best way to say it. So yeah. that way you, you don't become the person that's always mixing things. You know what I mean? When you have date night with your fiance, it's date night. It's not work time. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? When Don't you think have, about work, you know. Exactly. Just be all there, yeah. Exactly. And that's probably one of the biggest yeah. things that I've learned from um, talking to, like, female friends is that they always say that's one of the biggest um, uh, things that they always ask their partners. Like, a lot of men in general don't know how to be present in the moment. Because either they're thinking about the game or whatever is going on, (laughs) but to be able to be present matters so much to them. And the other people that matters a lot to is also kids. Kids don't care about how much money you have, but how do you make them feel when you're around them? Yeah. So to me, if that's relevant with kids, it's irrelevant with human beings. Yeah. Then for us as business people, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be relevant relevant in almost anything that we do. Yeah. You know. So to answer your question, if I'm winging it, okay, I'm going to do my best to be my best self in that moment. That's good. So that way, at least I can walk away saying that I gave it my all. You know. Yeah. Because. Are we going to always be 100% ready for all we do? Of course not. You know, it's yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. And if you beat yourself too much about that, what's going to happen in your, and whatever you're doing, you beat yourself up. Now you're going into that meeting or that get together or that event with yeah. a negative mindset yeah. of beating yourself up. Now you can't even be present with these people. They're like, Mo, what's wrong with you? Why are you yeah. not even interacting with these people? Because yeah. Mo's beating himself up about something that happened earlier yeah. in the day. It's yeah. over. <laughs> That's true. I agree. Yeah. I see this picture of, um, so you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. you're 100%, right? Yeah. And so as you keep going through your day, mm. it's either the 100% can lower down because mm. of your mindset. You mm. know, it's like, man, I forgot to do this, man. So you yeah. come out at 90. And so you prepare yourself again. Okay, I have a meeting at 11 a.m. Yeah. In, in this morning, right? Um, you affirm yourself and all these things so it goes up to 100 again, right? Yeah, yeah. You go into the meeting, and you're just so nervous and you're t- you're not prepared. You forgot, yeah. oh shoot, I forgot this. So you're coming down to 95. And so you're in the meeting and you're just like, you wanna be at your best, but you're so caught up in like the things that you didn't do. Yeah. So in the meeting, you got to 70 and you got out of it, right? You're at 70. Yeah. You're not yet at zero, you're just at 70. Yeah. You go to the next one and you're at 70. Instead of you affirming yourself, believing in yourself, believing in what you can do for the next one. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to do with what you did from the past. Yeah. That 70 can go up to 100 again for the next thing that you're going to do. Yeah. It's, so it's like, it's like this, it goes up and down. It's like a pattern, yeah. you know, that you, that you basically have the capacity to manage that mindset yeah. as you go throughout your day. And so when you get to your 2 o'clock meeting, that 70 can go up to 100 if you tell yourself, you know what, I forget about what I messed up in. Yeah. I'm going to go into this, to this next meeting or yeah. this next job or next task yeah. with 100% yeah. being all there. And bam, yeah. you're back to 100. Yeah. And if you keep maintaining that 100%, I think, you know, with that mindset, like, you know what? I woke up this morning with 100%. Yeah. How can I keep that 100, yeah. you know, throughout the rest of the day? But yeah. the, the reality is it's not realistic. Sometimes yeah. things happen. Of course. You know? Things happen. We're humans. Like, you know, rain falls on us. And, exactly. You know, our coat gets wet or yeah. just you didn't expect. And usually we, usually it's, it's, it involves emotion. Right. You know, what I really think is that these things does involve an emotion or yeah. presupposition or what we think about the things outside of us and how yeah. it dictates us. So, yeah, I think it comes to me. I, I really see this as like an identity thing. I agree. Where you have to remind yourself that yeah. whatever happens, whatever I messed up in, that doesn't define the percentage that I'm in. Yeah. I can truly tell myself that even if I didn't start 100 percent because things go wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm not totally left at zero yeah i'm only at zero if i die 
know? Yep. Yep. So even if I you're working that. with 1%, I, I think that. you can keep building you up. You'll do better. Yeah. You know, rather than like, rather than keeping yourself down all the time, yeah. you, can, you can progressively get to 50, to 70 yeah. the next day, you know? Yeah. And there are times really that I, you know, I woke up one morning and I just feel like, man, 5%. Yeah, yeah. How can I work with that five percent? And that five percent be everything that I need to get to of course. twenty-five. I like that. You know, and so like it's one of those things where I don't want to get caught up in what I don't have. Of course. But rather in what I have. I have five percent right now. Yeah. That is everything that I can give right now, but mm. I will give that with a hundred percent. Yeah. Um what you said is absolutely valid because it reminds me of three things. Uh, an old quote from uh, Les Brown says uh, if you can look up, you can get up. So even if, as long as you're not zero, because zero means you're flatline, you're dead, yeah, you're no yeah. longer here. Yeah. But if you can look up, you got 1%, you can still think, you still can still get up, you're still yeah. somewhat healthy, you yeah. get up and do better. And then I the agree. other part is um, really, I like simplicity. I like to simplify things because sometimes yeah. I've been guilty of overcomplicating things. So yeah. I'm doing my best to simplify yeah. things and so I really have come down to believe now that there's only two things that govern all life. Mm. It's either faith or fear. Mm. It's either abundance or scarcity mindset. Yeah. One of the big uh, personal development guru from back in the day is named uh, Zig Ziglar. He says, people need to learn how to respond better versus reacting to things. You don't want to be the type of person that's always reactive. Something happens, it rains. You're like, oh my God, it rains. Now I must stay at home. I must do this. That's yeah. being reactive. Yeah. What makes us an adult is to think and control your emotions. Again, the yeah. theme of discipline comes back around. Yeah. Can you discipline yourself that, okay, this is happening right now. Let me choose how I'm going to react to it. Yeah. Am I going to respond and take time to really process it? Or am I just going to react and get pissed off or curse God for only giving me five dollars yeah why how come god didn't make me a millionaire how come he didn't, yeah you know that's yeah. all detrimental talk that's, that's all true. negative bad talk that's only gonna lead you to a, a yeah. bad rabbit hole yeah per se so so coming from a place of faith coming from a place of abundance you're like okay i only got five dollars but i'm sure i'm doing a lot better than a lot of people so now that i have yeah. those five dollars how could i make more money what can i do yeah we're business people we live in america yeah it's not like we're back in the Philippines yeah. or back in Africa, like yeah. my country, where some people are really hurt. Yeah. They wish they even had the access to being to America like yeah. we do. Some yeah. people, both of our countries would kill, literally kill to be here, mm -hmm. to even have access to the freedom and, risk and opportunities that we have access to. Yeah. So we live in America, what can we do, okay? Are you gonna go do Uber or Lyft or are you gonna go do some surveys online, whatever it is, to generate some income? Yeah. At least you have access to it. So that's the beauty about having faith or coming from a place of abundance. You can at least be solution oriented. Mm -hmm. But if you thinking from a place of uh, scarcity, you're like, oh, well, I only got five dollars. That means I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to stay home today. Uh, I can't do anything and feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. Now you have yeah. not allowed your mind to yeah. think outside the box. You're limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about limiting yeah. beliefs earlier. Mm -hmm. So I feel like whatever your mindset is will determine whether you become solution oriented or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's really good to me. It's like, it's scary at first to realize how much power we have over our mind, but it's also liberating once you really 
learn to embrace it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, this is what's happening right now. It might suck, but it doesn't make who I am. Exactly. So who yeah. JB is, who Mo is, okay, what can I do? What can I figure it out? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I so agree. same thing for you. You're you're still building your brand. You're mm-hmm. yeah. You're doing your freelance work. You're uh, you're networking. You're connecting people. So it creates uh, more opportunities for you. You yeah. could have been like, man, I'm just an immigrant. I'm just gonna go stick at a normal job. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could yeah. have done that too. Like yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah. But you're choosing to go after what you're passionate about. I think that's yeah. why I don't believe in accidents, and that's why I think. God made us cross paths. That's why we're here today. I agree. You know, I agree. because if we didn't have that in common, I'm sure our conversation would have been completely different in the beginning. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. I agree. I agree. You know? said it really comes down to faith or fear you know are you the type of person that believes that this is it that's it there's nothing else there's nothing better or you play the victim mindset or you have enough faith in yourself to think oh my i'm i deserve something great i deserve to do better i deserve and i know i can do better so now let me open up my mind to figure out what is it that i can do to help me get to where i want to be you know yeah Rather so, than ha- having a scarcity mindset where, exactly. you know, um, but, you know, at some point, like I've, I feel like I've been in that place, especially being an immigrant. Like it's so hard to feel like you fit in, mm. to feel like oh, you yeah. had it all together because oh, yeah. being an immigrant, like you're starting from zero. Oh, yeah. It felt like I was on zero percent. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm building up community. Oh, yeah. I'm building up my resume, oh, experience, yeah. everything. Yeah. And so and then what's crazy about the U.S. is that if you move from different states, it feels like you're starting from square one. Yeah. It always just feels like, man, like, where am I gonna, where am I gonna start? You know, yeah. I don't even know where to start. So when I first um, came here in America, I was in San Diego first, like here. But what year did you come, by the way? Uh, 2009. Okay. Towards the end of 2009, like December. Wow. I came here. And I was like, shoot, I don't know what to do. I don't know yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, my cousins are my only friends. Like, I don't know anyone. You know, yeah. and I'm trying to find a job and whatnot. And so I, I couldn't find anything. Wow. So I moved to New York, and that's another oh thing. Oh my like, God, that's completely different. I don't know what to do here in New York, you know. And you're in the middle of this like snowstorm, and oh my God, you know, trying to figure out like how to live in the snow, and then how to live in like you know just a different, completely, completely different area, taking a subway, all that oh kind of my stuff. God. I found a job, but it just wasn't something that I, you know, it's for long term. It was like a short job. Yeah. And so I kept figuring out what am I gonna do next, and then you know I found a job for a little bit, and then. For some reason, I had to move to San Francisco wow. because I found another opportunity there. Yeah. My uncle knew a photographer who yeah. owns a business in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, not yeah, San Francisco yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like I had to start from square one again. You know, two years after, back to San Diego again. Every time I moved back and forth, wow. it felt like it was. I'm back to You're starting over. But the difference in the in my mindset, which was really hard for me to combat, because I always feel like, man, I'm I'm starting from zero. Yeah, yeah. You know, the reality is I didn't. Yeah. And I remember my mentor speaking to me and saying, like, JB, it doesn't necessarily mean you have no experience. 
your experience started when you came to school to study everything that you study. Yeah, yeah. That's what people are paying for. Yeah. They're paying for your education, your professionalism, the years of your experience. And so the moment that you step in school, yeah. doing what you're doing today that relates to that education, and some people don't have education, right. but let's just talk about like the time and the hours of them learning what they're learning, right. their craft. That's what people are paying for. Right. So when somebody calls, it says like, especially when you when you apply for a job, yeah. it always says they're three years experience for yes. fresh graduate. I don't have three years experience. How am I gonna <laughs> get hired for this job? You know. Of course. And so, but my but my mentor was telling me, JB, you worked yeah. through this point that you got this good at what you're doing, and it took you nine years. It wasn't just two years, it's just one year. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you had no experience because you're just now starting your brand. Yeah. No, it took you 12 years, 15 years. I agree. To be good at what you do. So wow, that's a great perspective. It, it helps me understand that, it, no, I'm not, I'm not coming into this thing empty-handed. Yeah. yeah, it's all connected. It wasn't zero. It yeah. wasn't 1%. You had something. You accumulated yeah. knowledge and experience, yeah. failures. And even failures, I'm trying to reframe the way I think about failures. Failures are learning experience. Absolutely. Rather than seeing that, oh, ah, that's it. It's it's one for the books. I failed. I agree. You know? And sometimes, you know, I hear from people and great motivators where your worst enemy is yourself. Of course. And at times, like, I, I try not to think of it that way. I, I just try to see that you are still growing, you know? My, your, your, your past self may be your worst enemy, but... At the end of the day, we can be the, the worst critic, and I am always like that as a creative. But in reality, all of those are learning experiences. Yeah. You know, so I'm really learning to like see the things from the past, not as something that I like shrug off and yeah, yeah. and uh, curse it. You know, yeah, yeah. but rather like that is a learning experience. For sure. What can you learn from it? All of it accumulating. Yeah. But it's you know everyone has a different mindset in terms of like progress, mm -hmm. but. You know, at the end of the day, as, as we all gather together as people who encourage one another, I think even that is adding to our percentage. I agree. And, I agree. And I feel like you'll never get to the 100% because if you say that you do, then what, what now? You know? I think the, it's dangerous to even think that you can arrive at 100%. Mm -hmm. 100% means perfection. No one's perfect. But what is attractive, what is good, is progress. Yeah. You know, is JB growing, has learned more than when he first came to America. Yeah. You know, is he developing himself? Is he adapting? The fact yeah. that you can even move around to different cities and adapt to a different environment, that alone is another skill. Yeah. Some places don't even, some people don't even, are not willing to move, get out of their environment. Yeah. So that alone says a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 it's an amazing journey. I was going to ask you, um, for you, where do you think, or when do you think, do you remember your first experience with choosing a different mindset? Going from, not, I don't want to say victim mindset, but where feeling, you were feeling kind of helpless. Do you remember the, maybe it's not one moment, maybe it's not one day, but what do you feel like was the- um, Like the switch. Where the switch happened, happen yeah. Because I kind of remember mine too. I think, um, I think this happened when I started the business. Okay. This was 2017. Okay. October 31st, 2017. Okay. Was the switch, but it was not the, this one moment. That's but it, from that moment, it started because it's one of those things that was so daunting for me to do. Mm. I never thought to myself that I would start a business. Okay. It's one of those things. And yeah. So we're thinking about like 
now we're starting a business. Do I take risk with this business being like my child? And I, I remember you're saying yeah. this, like, business is like a child, you know? Yeah. And take risk to take care of this business alongside with me being healthy as a entrepreneur. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And so I need to have a healthy mindset. Because yeah. if I don't come in with a healthy mindset running this business, this business is going to be as scarce as I think of myself. Right. You know, as negative as I think of myself is how negative the business is going to be. Yeah. You know, it's like when you raise a child and you think very negative of a lot of things. Of course. Your scars mindset or you're victimized. Your kid is going to grow up like that, too. I agree. So that's where the switch happened to me. Yeah. As I continue to to look at my business as something that I as a reflection of myself, uh-huh. you know, like you have impact on it. Yeah. Good or bad. Good or bad. Got yeah. it. OK. And I don't want that to reflect on my business. Got it. That's so I definitely difference. had to like, oh, my gosh, like, how do I take care of myself? How do, how do I have a healthy mindset? How do I have better discipline? Yeah. Lifestyle and everything. So right. that's where it all started. Wow. That's huge. Even though I had visions before that, just like yeah. ideas on, on what I really want to do. And with my faith, you know, God just supplying me with visions on yeah how to carry out this life that reflects who he is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those things that I don't want to take it lightly. Of course. But I also want to enjoy it. Of course. And I don't want to beat myself up for like, every day I'm waking up and I'm thinking about the things that I messed up yeah, of yesterday. Course. You know? Living in regret. Yeah, living in regret. So, yeah. but I, I, I know I mentioned like reflection. Yeah. And I want to get into what you're doing, which yeah. is your business. Yeah, yeah. And I always love asking a question, what does Meraki Allure mean? But just for the sake of like, for everyone hearing this, yeah. like, what does it mean? Like, what's the inspiration behind it? Yeah, um, I'll tell you the abbreviated version. Yeah. Um, so I'm 33 now, and right before I turned 30, I was really thinking a lot about what I wanted my life to be about. And I had been working in corporate America for a while. And I'm just like, you know, what do I do that I really enjoy? And then one of the things that happened to me back then um, was I lost one of my best friends. I was older guy, had a a heart aneurysm and then passed away. And it really woke me up. I'm like, man, life is so short. I can't just work for money. What do I do that I actually enjoy? Because I've always heard in books and tapes and things like that, people living out their passions, but I really didn't know what my thing was. Yeah. But I was ready to figure out because I already had a couple of different businesses in the past that didn't really succeed for me. Mm-hmm. So I was really hesitant to do anything again when it came to business. So fast forward, uh, I had, uh, before my friend passed away, I had been uh, doing image and fashion consulting for people as a hobby. Just on the side, I would take men and women out shopping, teach them how to shop and teach men how to tie a tie and women how to do certain things as well. But it was just a hobby. So fast forward at the October, the end of 2015, excuse me, after losing uh, my friend, I was um, two of my clients that were um, working with me as a stylist. uh, told me this, you know what, Mo, why don't you just start your own thing? Why are you just playing with this idea? Why don't you just do your own clothing line? I was like, nah, man. I came up with a bunch of excuses. I told them that everyone in fashion was fake. They were shallow, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I just yeah, made yeah. up a bunch of excuses. Yeah. But after, because they came from, those words came from two people that I really trusted. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, because of my faith, 
I believe in paying attention to the science mm. that the world or God has given you so that way you don't miss out. Yeah. So I, to me, that was like, man, this is really, they're coming at me almost like an intervention. Like literally both of them talking at me at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I was like, I have to at least consider. So I took six months to do research and look at different options for the clothing line, which lane of the clothing line I wanted to be in. So fast forward after six months, I was like, okay, I want to do it. But now let me find a new, a good company name. Uh, they wanted me to use my name, but I don't like fame. I don't like attention. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. not using my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking for good company yeah, names yeah, yeah. and couldn't find anything. And then three months later, I asked my 13-year-old nephew at the time, I said, hey, man, go online, see if you can find me words that are cool words, but they mean something. Yeah. Man, the boy found the word Meraki in less than 24 hours. I still remember where I was when he showed it to me. I read the That's meaning. Awesome. The meaning said to do something with love, to do something with creativity, whenever you put a piece of yourself in your work. Yeah. Literally, JB, I read that at 11 p.m. at night. I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's, yeah. It explains everything I'm about and everything that I feel like I can promote. I yeah. can promote what this means. I yeah. can use it as personal development. I could turn it into other brands and companies in the future. Exactly. exactly. You know? And then, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of like the story behind it. And ever since then, we've been trying our best to come up with quality clothes and also promote for other people to follow their passions. That's you know? awesome. And it's been really amazing now to be surrounded with people in our team and everyone else that we work with uh, that really feed that energy. They all like, yeah, man, I, I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to do my thing. I'm like, oh my God, what? You're passionate about what? Let me help you. Let me encourage yeah, yeah. you, you know? Yeah. So, That's so yeah, awesome. Man. And it, it kind of ties in back to, you know, um, everything that you put yourself into is a reflection of who you are. You know, yeah. when you create something, a piece of you is in there and you reflect that. Yes. You know, and, yes. I mean, in the fashion world, and I've been hearing this a lot, like fashion is a statement. You know? Yes. You, when you wear a certain thing, because yeah. you want to wear it because you're making a statement yes. about who you are, but it's not, you know, it's not, your fashion doesn't define you, but it's just more of like a self-expression. Yes. You express yourself through fashion. Yeah. But it, you know, if you take away your clothes, who are you? Yeah. It's like a vivid expression of who you are. Exactly. An extension so, of yourself. An extension of your selecting <clears throat> yourself to the world in a way that helps them see who you are yeah. without without getting to sit down with you. Exactly. But it's totally different when you get to sit down with somebody though. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, um, first impression. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. And the word allure yep. kind of connects back to it because then when I see you from a distance, man, Mo, yeah. wow, you're glowing. Yeah, yeah. And then I wanna, I wanna see what you're up to. Yeah. You know? And then I sit down and he's like, wow. Yeah. That was wrong. You're more than that. Yeah. It's deeper than that. Yeah. When I first kind of grasped the idea. It wasn't just about fashion as this thing where we take pride in and yeah. we want fashion to be, we want Meraki to be the highest level of fashion where yeah. people are just caught up in the looks. Exactly. And vanity, but exactly. more so, we want you to reflect who you are through fashion. Yes. You know? That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's the best explanation I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. And thank and you, man. The moment that I met you, you've always been open to encourage. You've always been open to speak into somebody's life and be yeah. able to say that, you know, JB, I don't look at you any less. Yeah. yeah. You sure. have your own thing going on. Yeah. But I'm, I'm cheering on yeah. what you're doing right now. For sure. And I will be there with you to For help sure. you whenever you need something. Absolutely. And I think I've always gotten that, like, approach from you yeah and it's it's encouraging to see that you know your business or who you are doesn't stray away from your core absolutely man. yeah thank you so much so, for that man that yeah, that, that feedback means the world to yeah. me yeah because 
it is exactly what my passion is to be able to really express that to the world, um, yeah. for people to understand that the way you present yourself to the world does matter, especially for me being an immigrant too. It was the best way for me to demand respect yeah. without me saying a word, mm. the way I presented myself. Yeah. You know, so going to different business meetings, even before I was in business, how do I demand respect without even saying a word, especially as a young guy? Yeah. You know, yeah. And how do I go into a room with older men or older people and then have them respect me without me even saying a word? Yeah. It's how I carry myself. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, that was something that was super helpful for me, and I'm super passionate to help other people really um, establish that um, that self-expression for yeah. themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. So because it's really it's good. Yeah, it's really good for us to be able to express ourselves, yeah. especially when you know tying back into talking about our definition of failure and success. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really good for us to be able to sit down or go out and be comfortable in expressing those things. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you're a failure, express that yeah, in a yeah. way that is healthy to allow yourself to release those things. Yeah. Or whether it's success, like, are you able to express success in a way that doesn't make people feel less yes. about themselves? Exactly. But when they see you like, wow, I want a piece of that success that you have yeah, yeah. in a way that will constructively build me up to a person that doesn't look like you, yeah. but is me. Yeah. You know, my own definition of success. And that's how I'm kind of getting something from Meraki. Yeah, yeah. Is that you're going to take care of my three-piece suit and whatnot. You're yeah. going to make me look like myself. The best version yeah. of you. The best version of me. Not to, that's yeah. probably my favorite part Yeah, is creating the distinction. So when I talk to my clients, we're like, hey, my job is not to make you look like Mo. My yeah. job is to make you look like the best version of you. Yeah. You know, the whole thing with your outfit and all that, yeah. I'm so excited because yeah. it's like tweed and all that. It's yeah. not me. Yeah. I've never owned a piece of tweed yeah. myself, but it's so yeah. you. Like yeah. the pictures that you sent me and yeah. all that stuff, I get all nerd out yeah. and I will get excited because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's a version of who he is and it's a special day. Yeah. So I'm like so honored and excited to bring that I to like life. That. And like it's the same thing with all the clients I work with. It's like, What's your thing? What's what's the environment that you're gonna be in? What what yeah. do you want the world to get from this yeah. this project that you're working on? Yeah, you yeah. know. So I like and that. Um, yeah, man. Because to your point, uh, our industry can definitely is guilty for the negative side of vanity, mm-hmm. where people so become so um, so consumed by the material aspect yeah. of the external things that they wear where that was one of, frankly, one of my biggest hesitations about wanting to be in my industry. Yeah. But I, I told myself at the end of the day, again, coming from a place of faith and abundance, yeah. I told myself that, hey, you know what? It may be that in some aspect, but what can yeah. I do to make it different? Yeah. What can I do to make it unique? That's you know true. what I mean? Like I same agree. thing with you and I's story with being immigrants. We're like, okay, some people have heard bad things about Filipinos or Africans. Yeah. What can I do as Mo? What can I do as JB? Yeah to make my story unique and respected yeah. so no one confuses me with whatever negativity that they heard about the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same sure. thing with our faith, yeah. you know? Uh, being Christian in the U.S. may be popular, but you take yeah. that in some other parts of the world, oh, yeah, no. it might be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. And being Muslim, depending yeah. here on the news, yeah. some people have a lot of hesitations about that and they meet me, they're like, wait, you're Muslim? That's, yeah. that's not what I thought, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, of course yeah. it's not what you thought because it, one thing doesn't describe everybody else. Exactly. I like, so, and I like that. And, you know, yeah. 
it, it, it really reflects on what you're doing because it it really breaks the barrier of what the presupposition what people think about yeah. this certain group of people or that certain you know that certain belief or it helps to yes. not you know this is a cliche but not judge the book by its cover. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah. I agree. I tell um, my friends I'm really attracted to depth. I love yeah. Yeah. when things are beyond what they look like. Yeah. You know, even the way I met you, it was just a recommendation. I never met you in person until the day you showed up to do yeah. the job for us. Yeah. And then everything clicked. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're about to meet him for the first time the day that the job is. I yeah, never yeah. even realized that that could be risky until later on I thought about it. it was like, wait, you just hired someone to do something, but you never met them. You know, so it's really interesting. I appreciate that. So yeah. I, yeah. to me, I just, again, just coming from a place yeah. of yeah. faith yeah. where I'm just like, you know what? I trust. God knows my intention. Yeah. I, I, I'm doing my part. And that's my thing, too. Back to our initial conversation about limitations yeah. with my to-do list. It's also, it's not about perfection. It's mm -hmm. about, I just want to do my best today so I can go to bed with no regrets. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. Because I know that um, Mo, if he doesn't accomplish or at least do what he's supposed to do, he's going to give himself a hard time later. Yep. He's going to be like, oh, Mo, you, you know you should have at least called that guy. You yeah, were supposed to yeah. at least follow up with that yeah. client. You didn't? Come on, man. Yeah. Just one phone call or two phone calls? Yeah. Come on, man. You work harder than that when you had a job. Yeah. So that's the way my mind is. It's like, wait, you worked that hard for someone else, but you're not willing to do it for yourself? So these are the yeah. things that, like, kind of back to answering your initial question. Yeah. It's like, helps me get rid of those limitations. It's yeah. like, you work hard for someone else. But now that you're passionate about something, you're trying to build your own business, but you're not willing to work hard, bro, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. now it's like, okay, you don't want to be going to bed tonight and regretting the fact that you weren't productive. Mm. Just do at least one thing. And exactly. usually after you exactly. start doing one thing. It's, it it's snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> it snowballs yeah. into makes, other things. That makes sense. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now we come full yeah. circle. Yeah. Um, I like that. But it's it's yeah. it matters, man. It really matters how we how we think, how yeah. we process our own limitations, how we look at our circumstances, you know. And really, what encourages me and people like you is also learning that this country was built on immigration. You know, over fifty percent of the current millionaires in this country are immigrant immigrants. Yeah. 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 So to me, that's like motivating. So I'm like, bro, if someone else like me, similar to me, did it, then what's my excuse? Yeah. Because you and I right now can go back to our respected countries, yeah. live a good life on just less than two grand a month, mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. Back in Africa, bro, I can have someone cook for me. I can have someone wash my clothes, someone clean my house for it's less than $1,000, It's, just, it's bro. the same thing, man. I can live like a king. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to be here and leave my family behind in Africa, yeah. then, bro, my thing is I need to make it worth it. Yeah. Why am I leaving my loved ones behind? Why am I mm. e leaving an easier life behind? And to come here and to do what? To play small? Then I should just pack up and go back home. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So those are all the things that go through my mind. It's like, bro, you, yeah. you left home for a reason. What's the reason? Yeah. You know? Okay, you work hard for someone else when you had a job. You showed up when you were sick at your old job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're not willing to wake up a little bit early or work later for yourself? Yeah. So those are the kind of things that like force myself to snap out 
That's and it's good. like that's good you know but of course we're humans there are yeah. days definitely i want to sleep in, and then i do sleep in that's no problem <laughs> i just make sure that i work later that day yeah, or yeah, yeah. i make it up a different time yeah, yeah, yeah don't get me wrong sure. it's, yeah. i'm not a robot yeah. but i'm just simply saying that for the most part we need to create a consistent um discipline for ourselves so that way we can reap the fruits of the visions that we're building yeah. for ourselves yeah. but does that mean you're not going to have down days of course not you know those are the days i I read more or I listen to more audios. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, today yeah. I need something, you know, yeah. I need listen to something just to hype me up, you know. Another thing I do also, you were asking me things to, um, your fiance was giving you ideas to take a break in between, in between your tasks. Yeah. So for me, another thing, another way I take a break is that I love music. So mm -hmm. I have like over 80 different playlists on my Spotify account. Nice. So nice. depending on my mood, I'll play songs. You play songs, yeah. So. You know, that's my thing. So that's how I take a break sometimes. I'll just jam I like out. That. I'll just listen to something. I'll, I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's another thing yeah. I do personally. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Um, yeah, I think the last thing that I want to ask you, yeah. and I know this is circling back to, you know, like you're talking about you can live like a king in where you used to be. Yeah. You know, you used to be in Africa. Yeah. You, you grew up there and yeah. you can live just as abundant as you think. Yeah, you yeah. can compared to living here in America, but why did you move here? Or what was, and it, and it could be different reasons as to why, but like, why do you think that moving here would make a lot of difference? Initially, to be honest with you, I would love to tell you that uh, it was all my idea, but in, at first it wasn't my idea. I came here as my 12th birthday present from my mom in 1997. So my mom brought me to the U.S. to join my older brother and sister that already lived here in San Diego. So initially, it was mainly my brother that was selling my mom on why she needs to let me come to America. Because mm -hmm. he thought it would be better opportunities, of course, and a lot better for me. So initially, it was his idea. But learning to adapt, learning to learn a new language, because for you guys, at least in Philippines, you speak English. Um, but yeah. for me, it was cold turkey because my country was colonized by France, so I only spoke French. The first time yeah. I ever took English was sixth grade here when I came to the U.S. So it was oh, cool wow. turkey and yeah. super hard, bro. Yeah. So to answer your question, that was more, mainly a family decision, which I'm super grateful for. Yeah. But learning to adapt and uh, overcome and learn the new language and make new friends, all of that was when I was learning to become myself, learning mm -hmm. to overcome challenges all the way to college and things like that. So yeah. I... Initially, to answer your question, it was family decision, but why I stayed was my decision. I could have went back. Yeah. They would have let me go back after a couple of years if I really wanted to. Yeah. But I stayed because I did see that it was more opportunities and it was greater opportunities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm That's grateful great. that I stayed because the friends and the relationships that I have now would have been completely impossible before. Yeah. yeah. Now look at that. It's, yeah. it's, it's sunny again. <laughs> I know, man. That's San Diego for you. But yeah, dude, it's it's the same thing for me. I, my my mom basically petitioned me to go here, yeah. so I didn't want to leave because wow. I mean I thought it was like okay, I'm set here, I have my friends here. I don't want to like have to like restart, you know, restart again. Yeah. Like I said, you know, the scarce the scarcity mindset where it's yeah. like man, like it's gonna be hard. I'm not gonna be able to make it work. Yeah. But then like when I moved, look at that. I yeah. found my found my wife here yeah, <laughs> you know, so. that's awesome and then business started and you know it, if you look back you can't really regret everything because yeah. if i look back and say if i if i just stayed in the philippines i feel like i could have done this like well that's not the case exactly so <laughs> that's a 
<laughs> you know. That's a very good yeah. point because I like to tell myself that yeah. what's the point of having detrimental conversations with yourself? Yeah. The what if talk, we can never win that what if talk because yeah. we don't have the opportunity to go back and restart. Yeah. So what if I was still in Africa? That's irrelevant. I'm yeah. not in Africa. It's very irrelevant. And I don't have the yeah. opportunity yeah. to be back in Africa yeah. at that age anymore. Yeah. It's a one-time deal. Yep. So that what if conversation is so dangerous for most of the time. It's yeah. never constructive. It's never constructive. And I agree with that. Yeah. I like looking at it from the perspective that you're saying, what have I learned yeah. through the process? What did yeah. I learn from the experience of coming? The people yeah. that I met, the schools, the relationship, you meeting your yeah. fiance. So what have I learned is a much healthier conversation because you're looking at it like, oh my God, there's good in this process. Something good came from this process. Rather than saying what if, you know. Yeah, man. We can never win that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is good. Yeah. Thanks so much for this conversation. Now, this really is awesome. Me. Thank you so much for yeah. having such an organic flow. To yeah. your, so I'm excited to listen to this one day and use yeah. it as a motivation for our down oh, days. Dude. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> we're it's gonna like listen a, to it and use it as journal. motivation for us. Yeah, dude, I'm a, I would definitely listen to this again. Yeah, that's <laughs> really good. It's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. My desire from this conversation is for me to keep saying, I don't know, but I want to learn and I want to understand. Just like a song, whether I'm familiar to it or not, I will listen to it hoping to get last song syndrome so I get to keep singing it. Would you agree that life is like a song made of notes, lyrics, instruments, and patterns? And because I got to know you more, now I know how to sing about you. That is how I want to champion you. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Looking forward to catch you over a cup of coffee or a slice of pizza. It's on me.